Do you have a food that you just crave every once in a while that is just one that you know you shouldn't be eating, it has no nutritional value, but it's just something that just in you like, you know what, I got to have that. My, I, I, one, of, one of mine, I don't have just one, I have a multitude and depends on the day and the hour. But my main one is apple fritters. I love apple fritters. I mean, I just adore them. Now, it has to be a good one. And the best I have found to date, Donut Dip, West Springfield, a hot apple fritter, just, I mean, they get it just right. I mean, there are other ones that are pretty good. Dunkin' Donuts, don't even, don't even stop in that place and eat a donut, right? But that's, it's, you know, I'm a diabetic, so I become discriminating when it's my sugar intake. Like, I will eat sugar, but don't just give me cheap sugar. It's got to be really good sugar, Potato chips are another thing that I just don't even have in the household because I will eat them and it will not stop. I don't know what yours is. Michael uh, Moss in his book, Salt, Sugar, Fat, How the Food Giants Hooked Us, details how the average American eats 33 pounds of cheese each year. Wow. Do you feel that sitting in you right now? Right? Oh, it gets worse. 70 pounds of sugar, four teaspoons of salt each day. Imagine just taking that, right, one by one. No, the food industry giants like Kraft, Pepsi, Lay, General, they actually hire scientists who they call Crave Consultants. And these Crave Consultants help them define what they call bliss points. So the companies can optimize and profit off our cravings and addictions. Case in point, Cheetos and cheese puffs. Maybe you like them, maybe you don't. I don't know. Most people do. But they are the perfect food that the food industry has created because it is a vanishing caloric uh, density, meaning it melts so quickly in your mouth it tricks your brain to think that you haven't eaten anything at all. And so what will you do with cheese puffs and Cheetos? You will just keep consuming and consuming and consuming, and they have no nutritional value at all. But just more calories and more calories, and you don't even realize you're doing it. Here, here's the most fascinating thing. These Crave consultants, these scientists... When they were interviewed, they would all admit that they avoid all the products that they make because they're no nutritional value, and they're probably pretty harmful for the human body. We have people and companies and industries that produce food that knows our trigger points, that knows that the endorphins in our brain will uh, create bliss points that they can create foods that trick our minds and the caloric value. And so we keep eating. And they have, create foods that have no nutritional value, not because they want to actually benefit us, because they want to make money off of us. Why do we allow this? Why do you allow this? Why do you keep consuming those foods, right? We know we are people that are free to make our own decisions, right? You make your own decisions, for the most part, except when it comes to apple fritters. 
We, we, have, we, have, we call this personal sovereignty or, or libertarian justice. We have the ability in ourselves and we hold it a value and it's a good value that we get to make independent and free choices and you all get to make your free choices so we can do that. This is in some ways why we allow that because we hold to that a principle. But here's the problem with that principle that you and I know as Christians and what Jesus points out here. However, while we are free to make all those choices, we are people that are always beholden to our desires. Meaning, I'm saying, you don't control your desires. And you always, you and I, always choose what we most desire. Always. It's just the definition of how we are as humans. And sometimes we see it in people. Sometimes we can see it in others very easily. Man, they are making some really bad choices. But somehow in that moment, their brain has decided that that is the most desirable choice, even though it's harmful to them. On a silly way, Cheetos. On a more serious things, when women stay in abusive relationships. Right? They're trapped in that moment, and somehow staying in that moment might be the most desirable thing because it's not, it seems safer in that moment. Even though we are outside, like, that's crazy. Get out. How do we get out? We always make the choice that we most desire. The problem is our desires are utterly broken. With food, we say, I want this instant satisfaction, so uh, you know, I might have a long-term diet or health plan, and so I make that my priority. Edwards says this about us, Jonathan Edwards. It says that human sovereign will is enslaved to our broken desires. C.S. Lewis says it this way, same kind of concept. We are people that are too easily pleased. Meaning we go after things that please us quickly, instantly. It gratifies us. We are too easily satisfied because our desires are broken. This isn't just a problem with food, is it? This is a problem with everything in our life. We fill ourselves with lots of temporary and momentary things of this world. Temporary pleasures, temporary philosophies, temporary politics, temporary hobbies. I'll just give you a little case in point. In a personal thing, I think it's absurd. Uh, my Seattle Mariners are three games out of the wild card. They're not going to make it. And so I'm investing this next week of my life that's going to be worthless. <laughs> Temporary. Just in case you know, Seattle Mariners haven't made the playoffs in 20 years. Why can't the Red Sox just lose for them this week? Right? <laughs> Temporary things for them. Come on, come on, keep going. All right, temporary hobbies, temporary things that we hold on to. We, we seek temporary healing. We'll almost pay anything for it. Temporary life. All of these things are not bad in themselves. These are actually not bad things. God doesn't prohibit any of these things. We can indulge and, and, and enjoy them. But when they become the thing, we gorge ourselves on these temporary things. And not because we lost appetite for the eternal, but because we have so little appetite for the eternal. And the more we gorge ourselves 
on these temporary things, the more we make them the main thing, the more it stunts our appetite and desires for the eternal things, or shall I say, the things of God. Let me get to the passage today in John 6, 16, and Jesus talks to his disciples. And when many of the disciples heard it, they said, this is a hard saying. Who can listen to it? Now, it's not just because they couldn't understand the saying. That's not what it's really saying. It's saying this is an intolerable